0: Welcome back to another episode of Spinning Spokes with Adam Chandler. Uh, we're back solo again. I know that you all have expressed some you know <laughs> some desire to spice things up. Um, you know, the good news is on May third, I will be getting my um, second dose of my Moderna vaccine for um, for uh, COVID nineteen and then I'll be two weeks away from being able to like <laughs> spend time with people indoors and not feel, um, it's not really guilt. It's not the right word for it. I'm trying to find out what the word is for it. You know, it's just, just, uh, you know, um, to kind of be a part of the solution as a part of the problem as opposed to the part of the problem. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And there'll be things that, you know, events that are taking place before mid-May. I just have to uh, remain kind of vigilant and, uh, and wear a mask. Um, so I have two topics today. Actually, I, 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 this is actually, I'm pushing back a couple of other topics. Uh, last episode, I promised you guys, I would talk a little bit about accountability and responsibility. Um, as it pertains to my role in this industry as a um, you know, up and coming person who people seem to want to uh, be interested in hearing what I'm up to. And I, I appreciate all the attention. It's, it's nice to, to, people enjoy it. Um, and I want to talk more about that in a later episode. I'll, I might keep pushing it back to be honest. Uh, the other episode topic was going to be about the, um, the Husqvarna 701 long range. And, um, but since then, I just got back from uh, a weekend in Greer, South Carolina, where I went to um, the BMW Performance Center slash uh, BMW US Writers Academy, and I had a, a, a blast. It was it, it was fantastic. You know, before my trip, um, I spent a lot of time thinking that um, that the performance center in general would be too sterile. Like it would be too clean, too BMW, too, um, and not fancy. That's not really the right, you know, assumption just that it would be very German. You know, here is the way it's done. And this is the only way to ride a GS. And if you want to go over an obstacle of this size and this diameter with this displacement and this weight, Um, you must be this tall to ride the ride, you must bend your knees 15 degrees, Uh, you know, very methodical. And um, that kind of kept me away from the performance center because I ride so much on my own that yes, certainly um, over time I will be developing bad habits. But I want an instructor who um, provides guidance uh, for me and my size and my riding style and my terrain and doesn't prescribe an off-the-shelf one-size-fits-all solution. Um, so, you know, for the cost, which I think was like, you know, $1,600 for a two-day off-road course, I just never did it because obviously it's not just $1,600, it's two days at a hotel and a round-trip flight and food and everything else, a taxi. Um, but the uh, MOA, uh, a couple years ago, started their performance, uh, their premier training offering where the uh, foundation you know, sponsors a portion of the cost, and then they work out a deal with um, their performance center uh, and the local hotel. And they kind of try to make a package that more people can afford. And by more people, I mean myself as a you know i'm, I'm not uh I, I don't own my own company i'm not retired you know i don't have unlimited funds um you know i can't sell a, a share of amazon and <laughs> take a training so um yeah so the price i'm going to give you guys an overview here the price was 995 and for 995 you get two nights at a hotel uh two days of breakfast two dinners two very good dinners um one lunch at the performance center transport to and from the hotel and the performance center uh, a $30 voucher to spend at the performance center gift shop which I I later found doesn't go very far I think the hat was like $35 <laughs> um one day of training with six certified instructors uh, half a day on road half a day off road on a BMW motorcycle uh with no sort of damage waiver there's no there's no fine print you know if, if something breaks on it no big deal um they'll fix it but you know it's, it's it's their bike to fix and your bike to use, uh, it, it, you know. It really was an incredible value, enough that you know. I think I spent two twenty nine on the flight, and um, yeah, just that you know, it made the whole thing worth it. So, I booked this up two months ago. Um, uh, Friday was a travel day. Got up at like four a.m. on Friday. Flew into Greer around noon. Um, picked up my welcome bag uh we got a the, the 14 of us that signed up, um, got a ride to the um, BMW uh, CCA headquarters, which also is shared with the MOA as their headquarters. and we had a nice dinner. And what's great you know I, I always hate these sort of events where like you want to go ziplining, but the half the ziplining is spent in a uh, you know a, a safety, um, <laughs> a safety seminar videotape and, and it's, it was nice because two of the instructors uh, actually came up Friday night to the MOA headquarters and after dinner they gave us the one hour spiel on what to expect what to get out of the training different safety stuff different notes about COVID and uh, you know all that was taken care of Friday night uh, after we had wine so we got to drink some wine eat some burgers uh, have some delicious pie and then we got the whole spiel Then Saturday when we got up, we went to the format center fully in our gear. Uh, I didn't even finish, but half of my coffee before we were out on the, um, on the track with, with the bike, uh, spent about 15 minutes uh, getting overview of controls, how to mount and dismount your bike, how to deploy a center stand and how to circle the bike on foot. Um, getting a feel for the bike's balance points. Really nice. If you, you know, if you are randomly assigned uh, an R1250GS Adventure and you ride a G310GS at home, well then, you know, it's nice to know that you have uh, gotten comfortable with that bike. Um, all of us are randomly assigned bikes. I, I happened to get an R1250GS Adventure, which is most closest to my bike, which was great. I was really concerned I would get like an F750. And not that, you know, that bike is bad. It's just that I was concerned that I would be training on a bike that I wasn't going to ride um, for the GS trophy qualifier, for which I'm going back to Greer in September to do that. Um, this split us in two groups of seven. Uh, each group had three instructors, maybe th- four instructors, but at least three. Um, I was so lucky not only to get my bike, but also to get, um, put in the off-road group first. So we were back in the enduro area. I, on my blog, if you go to adamchandler.me slash blog, um, under the my bike category is a blog post called a weekend at bmw's performance center um it's it, it's encompassing it goes through the whole thing so if you're curious you know give it a read I'm, I'm kind of pulling my notes from that um so the the off-road section included um these exercises that were all on uh, loose terrain so um you know gravel sand dirt mud uh, grass that kind of stuff um so we started off of balancing the bike while stationary, so um, I remember that. We did enduro warm-ups, so we went around this track in a big circle, and you throw your left leg underneath your butt, then move your left leg out to the right side of the bike, switch legs on the foot peg, sit side saddle, throw your legs out and kind of dance around on the bike a little bit, and then do the other side, so switch and do the left side of the bike. Um, did that for six laps, excuse me. <coughs> Uh, then we did trial stops, which is uh stopping to zero, hold it, don't stall the bike, start again before you lose balance. and then we also did a bunch of throttle braking friction zone exercises where like you would you know keep throttle on, but lock up the front uh, tire with your you know so you're using one hand for throttle, the same hand is also braking And just basically making sure that you um can lock up the front wheel and then let it let it let it break loose. um we did emergency braking with and without abs that was a lot of fun i learned a lot about actually how i'm braking in my body position which was a huge win for me um uh, the pressure i was putting on my left foot peg versus right now that's impacting my steering that those were indispensable like i'm going to use those as soon as i get on the road um tomorrow uh on the dirt roads around here um and then we did uh, semi-advanced slalom work. We had a wide slalom and a tight slalom, and the focus was on going as slow as possible and maintaining the perfect body position to make that turn, um, you know, full lock turns around these cones uh, while leaned off the bike against the um, the lean angle. And I-, I learned a lot about this too. I, I you know, I-, I I do these kind of turns fully sitting. It's just how I do it. I've never had a problem doing full lock turns around tight cones, slalom, fully sitting down, um, (laughs) seriously. And so this is my, you know, forcing me to stand the whole time was, was great for my leg strength. I have no leg strength at all. So I got tired after like one slalom run, then we did it four more times, in which case I was being yelled at for, um, just being utter, utter shit. But the fact is my legs were completely failing me. Um, I mean, this is, you know, looking at my clock right now, I've been sitting at my desk with an active mouse, meaning moving my mouse or keyboard for nine hours and 10 minutes so far today. And I have about three more hours of work. So I sit at a computer for 12 hours a day. And so, um, you know, fully 12 hours. And so, um, I just don't have leg strength. It's just how it is. But, you know, to, to win the GS trophy qualifier, it's a, it's a, it's an active thing I'm working on. Um... Uh, yeah, the panic breaking, all going through the enduro pro modes um, from second gear, 25 miles an hour to stop. And then we did enduro course exercises, which is basically like single track through trees, water crossings, obstacles in the woods. We did three different rounds of this, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then we did exercises exercise which was kind of going through rutted roads over whoopties, big and small, washboard exercises with like random stops and starts um, from the trainers. So that was good. Um nothing too challenging here. That I was outriding the suspension and they told me to go slower on the big whoopties. I know for a fact that my um Toratech suspension would not have um, been fully compressed on those. But for the stock GS Adventure me weighing 250, yes. It was I was outriding that suspension and they told me, slow it down. You're going too fast, you're gonna get bucked off. Yes, you're you're correct, but uh, on my bike, that would never have <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, trust me, I, 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 I've, I've done worse on my bike at faster speeds. But, you know, again, I get it. They're right. Uh, on that bike, I was out riding it. So that was four hours off road time. Uh, then we break for lunch from 12 to 1. Um, I forgot to go to the gift shop and buy something. But uh, so I have to keep my $30 gift card for when I return back in uh, September. Uh, Lunch was baked chicken, mac and cheese, salad, baked beans, and a cookie. (laughs) It was delicious. Uh, Their cafeteria had a chef, and lunches included when you do training there, which was sort of nice. So, the on road training now, this was for me, mm, you know, not a challenge um, at all. You know, I, I do at least two weekends of training every year since I started riding five years ago. And uh I just I just love I mean I did the authority training um, sampler at the MOA rally a couple of years ago I had a blast and just aced it. You just didn't hit any cones, uh stayed full lock. I just I I loved that kind of stuff. So uh I had a blast. So we did a um we started off with a group run of the course at high speed. So we kinda went on the track like five times had fairly high speeds um <clears throat> then we did um really tight uh, cone you know, linear cone slalom at very low speeds they had said just drag your rear brake don't use your front brake unless you're really proficient i didn't touch the rear brake at all i did front brake clutch work all the way around sitting obviously this whole last 4 hour course was sitting and um had a blast i think i took out a couple of cones but i did pretty well with that then we did countersteering both left and right, which is to get up to 35 miles an hour, uh, and right before you hit your obstacle in front of you, countersteer away from it. So emergency countersteering. Uh, don't cut power and don't touch, touch the brake. Then we did a road course where they have a couple of exercises. So one is like a descending uh, cone where the, the space, like it's between two cars, gets narrower and narrower and narrower, and you got to make sure your your wheel is straight and you're not, you know, tr- your track is pretty pretty straight and consistent. It's low speed. Um, then you go either through or over uh, kind of a simulated rut or uh, curb and try to balance on on those or between those. Then you go up to a stoplight, work on your stop and foot down and foot up technique, you know, drag your foot, don't hang your foot out uh, like, you know, a novice rider would. Then enduro stops, which you come to a complete stop, hold for three seconds, don't put your feet down. And then finally, uh, a pretty intense, um, wide slalom of cones. So, you know, the cones are about four feet apart in you know in, in depth, but eight feet wide. So you count the first one, hard left-hand turn, you get about four feet to get to the next one, which is eight feet over there, hard right-hand turn, and kind of do that around a c- corner. And there's about uh, 18 cones total, I would estimate. Um, I did this so well, the instructor asked me to take one hand off the handlebars, and then later asked me to take the other hand off the handlebars, so switch hands, basically. And... Um, I, I loved it. Didn't stall, didn't have any problems. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, braking in an emergency was awesome. So we did braking with ABS on and off uh, and with rear wheel only and front and rear wheel. And uh, that was a ton of fun. I mean, I think the top speed I hit was 60 miles an hour and locking up the, the front and rear wheels, it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, they said if you do the two-day on-road training, They'll, they'll do an ABS pro exercise where you get full lean into a corner and then grab a handful of brakes and have the bike basically um, stand itself up, which is cool. Uh, and then we had, um, so the M track where the M cars were posted up, they finished for the day at around 4.30. So we um, had the opportunity to do six laps around the M track. Uh, at basically as fast as you wanted to go, just no passing. Uh, oh, and then we did um, another enduro course, which was primarily sand, um, uh, you know, red clay kind of sand, and that was a lot of fun. Um, good, good pace. So that was the entire exercises portion. What they told us on both the morning and the and the afternoon sessions was that. Um, we were doing a condensed version of the two-day on-road and the two-day off-road. So basically, we were doing, you know, seventy-five percent of the two-day off-road and seventy-five percent of the two-day on-road, um, but just less time per exercise. So it gave us a really good taste of what you would get if you did for the two days. I don't know what else we get in the two-day other than the on-road, other than the ABS Pro exercise. But for the off-road, they said that the two-day would include hill climbs hill descents uh, the gravel pit the sand pit and more of the enduro course um, with a faster pace so um, that would have been the second half of a day two had we done it been there for a two-day course of off-road only whoo it was a lot um, you know my overall impression I'm, I'm trying to keep this episode shorter so my overall impressions with a few minutes left here is that um it was a blast it was definitely you know, prescribed it was a more custom than I thought it would be but it definitely was the BMW way Um, and there's a video coming on a few days it's 36 minutes long that basically goes through you know first 18 minutes is on road last 18 minutes is off road and uh, I I think I captured pretty well not only the exercises we're doing but just the culture at the performance center and finally the style of the coaches and how they interact with us because you know it's not about the coach's skills uh, as a, as a, as a writer, it's the coach's ability to, um, interact with every, you know, in uh, student at their own level, their own pace, at their own kind of mindset. So like I was just giddy to be there stoked, you know, fun, fun going, easy going novice. And, um, you know, they, they recognize that and, um, you know, would, would, would kind of critique me based on what I could handle, but if someone's probably, you know, super down about it and critical of themselves and, you know, having a bad day and stressed out, they adjusted their tone and their inflection and their words for that. So it was really, really personal. And, uh, it didn't feel like they were just giving me a canned BMW off-road instructor answer. Everyone that was an instructor there really enjoyed being an instructor, which was great. So, um, yeah, mentioned already, but you know, uh, body positioning when braking uh too much weight on the left peg um those were pretty big for me uh foot position on the rear brake was big for me um that would that's a huge learning uh improvement for me and then um body positioning when doing tight turns while standing um those are all going to be things that help me when I go back in September for the uh GS Trophy qualifier for which I will be doing this year. I hope to see you all there. Um, you know I, I, I I'm nervous but I was nervous but after this training I'm feeling less nervous and so um, I'm really looking forward to uh, the qualifier this year. I may end up going back to Greer in late August for one day of private lessons which um, <clears throat> we were told is and I'll, I'll be in the area anyway for rallies so it's it's just taking a day a day leaving a day earlier but basically the um, a one-day private lesson one-on-one on a BMW bike is $1,100. Uh, I have a 20% off code as a BMW Motorrad credit card holder. I get 20% off the Performance Center, uh, and I can use 250 from the MOA's Paul B Scholarship, um, and that private lesson can be expanded up to four people, so I'll probably get a friend, um, Heather or another friend, to join me at the class, and we'll split the 1100 minus Minus 20 minus minus 250 uh, two ways, and we'll get a full eight hours plus lunch uh, on a BMW that they own um, at the performance center. And the focus area will be on the sand pit, the gravel pit, and um, really acing the enduro tracks. Get those really fast, you know, because that'll be a timed event for the qualifier um, and with um, you know technical accuracy in mind, where you know. I set up for the corner correctly, I make the corner correctly and don't dab or don't drop the bike, but also have a fast time. I think that'll be huge for um for for doing well in the qualifier. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I, I I I look forward to going back a couple more times this year. Um next training is actually gonna be the first week of May um in Delaware. Uh, American Super Camps—what it's called—they put you on a, a like a 250 uh, four-stroke at kind of like a um, like a, a, a rodeo, like a, a Coliseum Center, where it's all dirt, you know, like a, a livestock sort of thing. Um, it's enclosed space, all dirt, and uh, it's all about like getting the getting the, the rear tire loose, um, trials, techniques, uh, braking techniques, balance. Uh, obstacles, you know, it'll be, you know, stuff that I'll need on my GS and for the GS Trophy qualifier, but on a really small bike. Uh, And so I think six of us from Vermont are going down for that training, uh, riding down, camping, and then doing the one day, or is it two day, two day course, um, which will be, you know, a great follow-up that's in like three weeks, a great follow-up to the uh, training I've already had. Um, In addition to that, you know, throughout the summer, I'll be doing all kinds of off-road stuff uh, by myself and with friends you know I always end up getting the GS adventure stuck on a single track riverbed in a muddy pit at least three or four times a year so uh, I think by September I'll have the the increased leg strength uh, increased clutch hand strength uh, body positioning uh, balance all that stuff will be improved by September And I, I'm feeling pretty good about you know at least being in the top 10 Among the East Coast uh, East Coast GS riders, Um, top ten would be great. Um, So that's my uh, update. So thanks everyone for listening um, and tuning in, and uh, feel free to check out the, the links in the description. Take care.